Hello, everyone. Welcome to the RC Plane Lab podcast. I'm Tom. I'm Ron. And I'm Dave. Weird. Welcome to the show. So odd. It is. It still feels weird doing that intro. We'll have to get you used to it. <laughs> yeah. Does that mean you can make me do that more often? Maybe. All right. You've now done it, what, 4% Twice. of the time? <laughs> 3%. 3%. Yeah. yeah. We'll say 3%. <laughs> So just uh, we'll start off with a reminder. We're taking the month of July off. I'm happy and I'm not happy. Yeah. It's weird. It is. I have mixed emotions. But we're going to get so much RC stuff done, right? I don't know. (laughs) That's the plan at this point, but I don't know. Well, I'm planning on doing like lots of RC stuff in July. No, I really am because I'm taking a staycation. Good for you. Yeah, That's so I'm I've jealous. got uh, I've got I've got a couple weeks off, so I'm gonna make the best of them. Hopefully, feel free to add anything you. <laughs> I want. thought you were gonna talk about what you wanted to do on your oh. little staycation. Well, yeah, for for my staycation, I've got a few projects I want to finish up, um, and the Horton's not one of them. It's not on because <laughs> you were looking at me. I could see the judgment. How did you How did you know? Like I, that actually was the first thing that came I'm to my sure. mind. I'm sure. Uh, why I could see it? Like I could feel the Horton vibes coming. You That's know. so. We're yeah. just gonna have to gang up on that Horton and get it out of here. I Dave, I don't know. Such a mess. I think it just needs. To it's such a mess. I'll bring it. On like one of these nights, I'll bring it over here, and you'll see. You'll see. You'll all see. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I've seen. I know. It um, does not look like anything that would be fun to do. Well, I don't want to belabor yeah. the, the subject, but True. Well, it's okay. not fun where the, the stage it's at right now. So um, anyway, yeah, we're taking uh, going to take July off and we'll see. We'll be back. This is going to be our final one before we come this back is, in August. Yeah, this right? is the last episode that we're going to yeah. release. This will come out of 624, uh, which is actually Crystal's birthday. Oh, happy, happy birthday, Crystal. Crystal. Okay. Um, and we will not have an episode with us until August, second week in August, second, second Friday in August. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully then you guys will all hear all the cool things that uh, we got accomplished yeah. during our vacation. And the reason why it's the second week in August, by the way, is the first week in August will be a guest episode. Yep. So that reminds me, if you want to be a guest, actually, even if you don't want to be a guest, but think you <laughs> might have something to say, like force yourself to do this. You might... You might feel like it's a little out of your comfort zone. And like Ron okay. feels every time still. I do. I get a little nervous. Even after 100 and, well, 106, 106 episodes. 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 Um, yeah, you're still uncomfortable, so. A little nervous. Yeah. Well, you guys just make it so easy. I just keep coming back and back. <laughs> I know, like a bad penny. Can I say I that? I really like, like the good... dynamic of having Dave on the show, by the way. Yeah, I it's really nice like having that. two people that know what they're talking about, <laughs> and then I can just sit back and learn. For just sitting back and learning, you do a surprising amount of talking. So should I be quiet? No, no, I'm just saying. You, <laughs> I don't know how to take that. It's like you, you feel like you don't, you don't like contribute, but you actually do. Like if you go back and, well, I know you listen to them because you do all the editing. But like, you know, when I go back and listen to the episodes, like, I don't know what he's talking about. He, he talked a lot during this episode. Fake it till you make it. Well, it keeps us on track. It keeps us on track. Yeah, yeah well, exactly. I'm doing a bad job on that right now. Well, I wouldn't say that. But anyway, so... If you want to be a guest or don't want to be a guest, be a guest. Yeah, I reach mean, out to us. I mean, it's a lot of fun, actually. I enjoy talking to people, which I know is out of my comfort <laughs> zone. That's so weird. But it is nice to learn more about the hobby. It yeah, really is. Yeah, and usually somebody that uh, that we have as guests brings a new perspective to something that we maybe didn't think of ourselves. And yeah, I mean, 
It's a lot of fun, and it's really, really easy. <laughs> I yeah, I agree. So, I think it's it's simple to sit down, and talk about yep. airplanes, and Ron's got the the whole process figured out, and it's fairly painless. Uh, it takes a a decent internet connection, and that's really all that's required. And, uh, yeah. and an app, I think it is, right? Or, or no, it's it a, a website. Yeah, so yeah, it's easy, super, it. super easy. So, and it's a lot of fun. And if you're worried about it and have questions, email us anyway. We'll we'll talk you off the ledge and, <laughs> and get you on. Exactly. We will convince you of how much fun it is, and you will never go back. There you go. <laughs> so there you go. Um, also, before I forget, yeah, oh. Discord. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have told people before, join us on Discord. The link is at the top of the website. The link was not at the top of the website. Way to go, Ron. Um, I failed on that <laughs> one. Um, I was trying to help somebody join our Discord that was asking us how to do it. And I was like, well, the link's at the top of the, the website. Just go there. And I was like, you know what? That's not enough. I'm going to actually send them the link in the email. Yeah. So I went to the website to try and get it. And I was like, wait, where, where is it? I didn't do it right. Uh-huh. So it is now. Okay. Well, you you made an top. attempt originally. It just it just wasn't. I made the page like so so rcplanelab.com slash discord <clears throat> was there with a link on it, but there was no link at the top on the menu. Oh, to get oh to. I gotcha. So it was like a hidden page nobody knew about. Oops. Funsies. Well, now it's fixed. Fixed. So join the Discord server. There was a lot of conversation, a lot of pictures flying around. I, I actually quite enjoy it now. Flying around. Get it? I see what you see, did there. I actually did that. That was accidental. I'm it, glad you caught that. It looked like it because when I said flying around, your face was like, oh, I made oh, it I funny. Oh, I made it funny. And I didn't even know it. But anyway, <laughs> the, it uh, it's actually a lot of fun. I had to enable notifications on my phone because I was missing a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, but now that I did that, man, it's it's really it's really a lot of fun. Yeah. I enjoy the cool people on camaraderie there too. I do back too. and forth. And Dave's on there. Yeah. Reggie's on there. Reggie's on there. Yeah. So I check it a couple times a day. I check it on my lunch because I have a whole hour to kill every day. <laughs> <laughs> See, so you get on Discord and catch up with all the stuff that we've been chitty chatty about. So maybe maybe we can get Dave into editing. He can do that on a oh, lunch break. Yeah, there, you there you go. go. See how that goes. There you go. <laughs> Look at me passing the buck. <laughs> we call that flicking a booger. At where I work, I was when you say we, who I've never heard like that. Like where I work, like when you pawn off work onto somebody else, yeah, we just flicked a burger onto that person. Wow. Yeah, it's awesome. You work yeah. at a weird place. I don't know how I'll take that. I work in healthcare. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me want to pick my nose for some reason now. Mm, oh. Interesting. Hey, speaking of the website, uh, oh. the page of links. How's that going? Oh, call me out on it. Okay, well, uh, it's not going. <laughs> well, it's in yet. our notes. Well, I forgot. I, I was going to bring it up a little nicer. Oh, I'm sorry. Did as, I, as I didn't mean to call you out. I have failed. Well, no, we've no, had I some didn't... people email with links to put okay. on our, our link repository. Um, I appreciate those that have done that so far. I have not added the website or added the page of the page. website yet. But you I will. will. Yeah, you will. I will. I will. As, yeah, as soon as you can. I will. I will. I promise I will. Because there's a lot I, of links that we didn't know about. I need to make notes so I don't remember or so I don't forget to remember. Do you need a pen? To do here, it. you yeah, can borrow my pen. Throw it over here. Oh. Nice catch. Anyway. Left-handed. If, well, that's usually how you catch. You with throw right-handed hand? and catch with your left hand. Do you ever play do baseball? You? Well, yeah, I guess you're right. Huh. You don't catch with the glove and then throw it down and then that's throw Anyway. True. Uh, if you guys have links, talking to you guys again that are listening, if you have links of any RC cool stuff that you want to uh, include on our link page, mm-hmm. let us know. Yeah. I'm always up for learning about new 
Something new and interesting, products. yeah, interests us. So put it, yeah, we'll put it on yeah. there. If well, you want to buy it, we Ron might want to buy it. it. So I want to know about it. <laughs> yeah, speaking of buying, we bought some stuff lately. Yeah, uh huh. <laughs> what did you buy? Well, oh, I bought you did the, buy it. That's yeah, right. Bought, yeah, you bought something too. Mm-hmm, I did. We'll talk about it. Oh, was that a tease? We well, yeah. Suck when at we, teasing when if we that's talk, a tease. when we talk about my stuff, Father's Day, oh. I'll talk about all that. You want me to talk about what I bought? Yeah, I didn't buy that much. Well, I think you did three airplanes. Well, three airplanes. Yeah, so three more airplanes, I should say. I'm weak. <laughs> I am extremely weak. So let's let's step back a little bit before we talk about buying any airplanes. Yeah. So. Yeah, go ahead. We are so out of chronological order. I was going to try and follow. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe we should That's do that. My Let's fault. go back to the first weekend. Let's okay. not talk about new airplanes yet. Okay. Scratch that. That never happened. If you guys heard this, ignore it. <laughs> so we went out to the field. Not you, Tommy, because you're a bah humbug. But Dave and I made it out to the field. No, you had something going on. I don't remember was what you had working. going on. Was working? Oh, that was weekend. your drill weekend. Yeah, That's right. protecting our weekends. Yeah. <clears throat> Sucks to be you. But anyway... <laughs> We made it out to the field, Dave and I did, and, and yep. tried to have some fun, um, but things don't always go according to plan. Yeah. You know, I did find out what happens when uh, half a 12-inch propeller flies off in flight. So you had your Radiant XL. Is yep. that what that's yep. that and called? I almost had you convinced into flying it. You, you know what? <laughs> yeah. So I have a hard... And steady rule of don't fly anybody else's airplane. It's true. And you stick vehemently to that. And I almost didn't. Like I, I, okay. So when I went out to the field on that day, my plan was to fly. I took two airplanes with me. Um, I don't remember what the second one was. I didn't get to fly that either. What did I take? You took, didn't you take the little red one here? Yeah, but I took a UMX something with me too. Oh. But then it was too windy for that. Was it the Yak or Sukhoi? No, maybe it was the... It doesn't matter. Because okay. so, I didn't fly it, so it doesn't matter that it rode in the car with me. <laughs> so it was too windy for that, but I did take that little... I don't even remember what that... The Piper PA-20, the Pacer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it is, the E-Flight one. I finally got that all ready to go, and I hadn't flown it yet, so I wanted to do a maiden on it. So got out there. The wind was calming down just enough to where I was like, all right, I think I can handle this. Mm-hmm. People were kind of not flying as much as they were before, so I got the battery in it and stuff, and... Pre-flights, all that worked fine. Everything worked. I mean, like I said, did a pre-flight. Yeah. Set it on the ground, taxied out to where I was getting ready to take off. For some reason, that's the last thing I do before I actually throttle up and go as I run through the control surfaces one more time. Just one more time. Just not even necessarily paying attention to it, but just kind of limber my thumbs up, I guess. I don't know. And it looks scale, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly why I do it for the scale look. <laughs> that was sarcasm, by the way. No, that was making what I do justified <laughs> and having a good reason behind it. But anyway, so when I did that, I noticed one of the ailerons was not moving. And I was like, why? What what happened? So I went out and made sure that, yeah, it's, it's not moving. It's not an optical illusion or anything. And I could not get it to respond to the transmitter. One aileron worked, one aileron didn't. And this is two but it, ailerons. But it checked or, okay during your pre-flight. Pre-flight, yeah. Checked oh, just fine. Worked just good. fine. And it's two servos, you know, one per aileron. Right. So I touched, just barely touched the the uh, aileron on the left-hand side, and it started working again. Oh, yeah. 
Well, I'm cautious. Yes, you are. So I did not fly at that time. I took it back home. Um, I mean, I could not get it to stop working again. Like I messed with it for a couple more minutes, was flinging it around, all that kind of stuff. But but you had lost all confidence in that servo. Absolutely. Because yeah. I don't trust it anymore. So I came home, replaced the servo, and have not had a chance to go back out and fly it yet. But it is ready. The battery is actually still in there. Mm-hmm. But it's at storage charge now. So you guys were at the field <laughs> then. So you obviously didn't fly that air one. Plug in. Bad air plug in. Yeah. yeah nice. Uh, way to just run right over what I was saying on that one. I'm but sorry. Anyways. A plug for plug ins? Uh, a little plug in oh, plug. I like nice. that. That's nice. I like what you did awesome. there, Dave. Yeah. Oh, he brings it right around. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I did not have anything to fly. And Dave's like, don't worry about it. I've got a couple batteries, what two batteries or three batteries or whatever for the for his Radian. And this is a big Radian, by the way. It's yeah. like the full size XL one. 102 inches. 102 inch wingspan. Not for a small a foam airplane. Yeah. airplane. And it's heavy. Like it's very heavy. And it's like, all on the wing. The fuselage weighs nothing. Oh really? I felt it all together. It was very <laughs> heavy. Did I mention it was heavy? But anyway, so he's like, you can fly this one. He said, it's simple. You're not going to crash it. Don't worry about it. So I was like, uh, we'll see. I said, fly it first. So I launched it and yep, he flying flew around. it around. I mean, it's it's a boring airplane, which is fun sometimes. It's well-behaved, nothing wrong with it. You were actually Look, catching thermals. Looking for thermals, not doing a great job. I'm not that great of a thermal pilot, but I can, you know, every now and then a blind dog finds a rabbit, you know? So <laughs> Okay. And so he was flying around, like I said, and it looked good, and I'm, I'm building my confidence up. I'm like... Yeah, you know what? I can I can handle this. I see it flying. I have no reason to think anything's going to happen to it. It doesn't do anything stupid. Well, it's not supposed to. Well, it's not supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> and so he foreshadowing. Gets, he get yeah. <laughs> I'm building up to yeah. it. So he gets to the point where he's ready to take off again. You know, yeah, we're getting you, low. As you're you go up to height and then you glide down with a glider with with the motor glider and then. You start the motor back up to get to height. As soon as he, what you think, a hundred feet in the air or so? It was a couple hundred feet up. A couple hundred feet up. You yeah. were still pretty, pretty. Motor has been there. on for two or three seconds, and then it just exploded. Literally exploded. Pow! I know. Like I had never seen anything like that before. Like there were three or four things that fell out of the sky. <laughs> and the, That's the, not the, good. The debris field was like. <laughs> Oh my, what <clears throat> happened? So I'm I'm trying to watch like the different pieces because there was a, a piece that went off to the right, probably I'd say a good hundred feet in front of the airplane, if not more, you yeah. think? Yeah. Jeez. Um and I, I'm trying to fly this massive airplane that I know that it's very tail heavy. <laughs> and I think I am just doing a fabulous job. It's actually responding to what I think I'm doing. We make a couple <laughs> turns spiraling down thinking everything's great. Then it stalls out and slides down backwards for the last 50 foot or so. It lands going backwards on the tail in the right wing. I feel I did a great job. I know. And I, 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 I felt you like, I was like, good job, Dave. You got it down. I'm laughing because I know what's coming. Right. And so we're out there and we, we go and find the multiple pieces Mm -hmm. that are there. Well, the thing that went flying off to the front was the motor Mm -hmm. and the battery. (laughs) No batteries. <laughs> there is no battery in this plane. I'm like, Dave, I don't I don't think you're actually flying that way. <laughs> there is no way. There was no battery in there. Stable airplanes make you feel so good. <laughs> I mean, it it came down 
as well as could be expected. And I thought I had mediocre control over it. Yeah. For Nothing. Being that day. No battery. So. So I'm was- envisioning in, in my in my head, since I wasn't there, um, I'm, I'm seeing Dave move the sticks, thinking he's doing a good job bringing this thing down. Considering and it's extremely tail heavy right, at this point. And yeah. there's no battery in the airplane. Yeah. That's and awesome. so, I mean, like, and it took quite a while to come down. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was probably a good... 30 seconds, maybe 15, 20, 30 seconds. I don't remember how long. Of course, when you're in the moment, everything seems, seems longer. Yeah. Um, I feel comfortable that you're watching the pieces. Yeah. So we know where had, those go. They were down like for so long. And I was just watching you fly this down. Like, man, he's, he's not doing half bad. I mean, that's, that's, he might be able to save this thing. And then we got out there and saw the battery was 100 feet away from it. I'm like, oh, you didn't. <laughs> I'm so glad they were yellow. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they were like we found the motor pod first, and, and then the, the, the front of the motor pod, like because it's foam. And as soon as you lost that propeller, it just disintegrated. Oof. Yeah, I mean, it just instantly slowed down and stopped. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's it's probably worth mentioning that I don't know if we've mentioned it yet for this season, but they planted beans. Oh, at yeah, our field this so year instead nice. of corn. So it was probably a little easier to find. That's you know, the first time I remember beans going yeah, into the field. It doesn't happen very often. No. no. So anyway, sorry, I just wanted to add that to make, you know, they didn't have to go traipsing through the corn at least to find it. Yeah, and it was, <clears> the beans weren't, at, by that point, they weren't all that tall. So yeah, we were able to see pieces early, when yeah, we got out there. But yeah, I mean, motor was far ahead <laughs> and then the between the motor no the batteries weren't even connected they were just on their own oh really yeah they free fell on their own yeah so did it pull the speed controller out too no it unplugged the motor from the speed controller and unplugged wow. the batteries holy mm-hmm. smokes speed control stayed in the fuselage it's kind of trapped underneath of a floor okay um so it it would have had to rip a lot of yeah. airplane out to get the speed control out yeah and that was just so I mean I don't mean I I don't like crashes, but as far as crashes go, that was pretty entertaining, impressive. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed I mean, that one. Yeah, <laughs> as I, much as yeah. I wish it wouldn't have happened though, because I really I was I was planning on flying that. Yeah. Thing. And after I saw that happen, I was like, nope. oh, no, nope, back to not flying anybody else's airplane. Well, here's the thing: having no idea what happened, it was just cruising along, climbing out, two three second motor run, and boom, picked it up. And one propeller blade is broken off. Yeah. About a quarter inch away from the, the folding mechanism. Yeah. yeah. From the pub. And that couldn't have been from the crash so, because of one of two things happened. We either shed a blade, which I think is actually the cause, or I, I hit a so. small bird, which I never saw another bird, and there was no blood on the plane, the other propeller mm-hmm. blade. If I hit a bird, there would have been blood. Well, yeah. and you would have seen scuffing well, or something on the on what was left right. of the blade too, I would think. And see, I and I told you I saw something flutter down that I assumed like my first thought was, Oh, he hit a bird. He hit something that was flying out there. And I saw something, like I said, kind of fluttering down, but coming back and looking at it, I'm pretty sure that was probably that single propeller blade. Because yeah. it instantly slowed and become yeah. a flutter bug. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Because there's no weight behind it, there's no right. mass behind it. So right. it just came right down like a bird would have if that's what was it <laughs> but i yeah I, I agree i don't think he had a bird miraculously uh, hmm. very little damage to the airplane it's all back together the last of the parts came in today 
Well, I mean, there was a lot of damage to it. It, it came in multiple pieces, but it went right. went together pretty well, I guess. Yeah, it, it all jigsaw back together really well. So what did you do? Because that's foam. So what did you do to glue that back together? Um, like I said, I kind of jigsawed it back together yeah. and uh, realized uh, we was missing about a two-inch chunk of foam. Mm. Uh, so I epoxied everything back together that I could. Uh, majority of the damage was in the nose cone where it ripped off. Yeah. Uh, and then I was missing that little chunk of foam. So I went and got some spray foam to fill in the hole. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Like the insulation stuff. Yeah. That, yeah. It, it added a little structural strength, but really most of it was just... Aerodynamics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it looks fine. <clears throat> yeah, quite frankly, if you didn't know it had been crashed, you'll never know it's been crashed. Oh, oh good deal. Awesome. Um, it's got a couple of wrinkles in the wing that I can't seem to get to pop back out, uh, you know, but it, it's fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I had some dirt. I'm still trying to dig out of the foam. <laughs> uh, it's down in the grain and even a toothbrush and foaming oh. Windex won't get it out. Yeah. How'd the, you said it came down on the tail and the right wing. How'd the tail fare? Tail is perfect. Uh, zero issues there. Oh, get uh, The fuselage boom uh, cracked a little bit at the vertical tail boom section junction, uh, just pried it open, poured a little mm-hmm. uh, uh, Gorilla Glue in there. Yep. That could have been from vibrations before it came apart, too. I mean, yeah, that probably got mm. shook hard. When oh, the, I'm sure, yeah. yeah. If it was enough to separate the, trying to whip the it apart. components from the nose of the airplane, yeah, I imagine. So fast, though. Really? I mean, so fast. Just, I mean, it's like somebody stuck a stick of dynamite in it, just boom. It was impressive. Hmm. It really, like I said, I don't like crashes, but that was impressive. <laughs> Maybe I do like crashes. I think we well, all kind of. It's like, uh, yeah, I think so too. I mean, that's why people watch like NASCAR races, right? They don't watch it for the boring going around in circles. They watch it for the crashes, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's why. How many left yeah. turns can you watch in a row? Right? Yeah, exactly. Apparently a ton of them. Um, right. So anyway, that was that was that weekend. So you went out to the field then and didn't fly anything. So I boxed Thank you. I boxed Thank up you my triplane that. and went home. <laughs> did you? I did fly a triplane. Yeah, you fly, I remember you flying that one now. Yeah, didn't offer me the six on that. Wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would have said no. So you can always offer. Yeah, I. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just. Kidding. You need to fly it. I'm well, it's kidding. nice and high. Sometimes you need to fly it. They uh, really do behave well. I have a rule. Anyway, so that takes us. I don't know why we went back on the oh time frame. Because you're wise. yeah, that's you want to go in chronological. So order. I don't forget anything because that's how my mm-hmm. mind works. So mm-hmm. that takes us to the next weekend, uh, which was our sea fest. fest. Yeah, that was actually a good time. Which had it not been for our <clears throat> friends on Discord, I would not have known about our yep. fest. Like, See, weird. Another reason to get on the Discord server. It's it's a server. server. Server, sorry. Yeah, you got servers um, on the brain. I do. But it's so close. Like, I don't know why I'm so bad at knowing what's going on. <laughs> yeah. I had never been to it before. Dave had. He, he said he didn't like it too much. <clears throat> oh, it's great. It's just, it was it's a little commercial. awesome. I had other stuff to do. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I know for this one, but for times before that you've gone. It was it's actually nice. It's a little commercial, It's but, mm-hmm. you know, it has to be. I was going to say, it. that's kind of the point, actually. It's, it's. To show off everything that Horizon does. Yeah. And they do. And they do a lot. And they're very proud of what they, they do. Proud of what, but they, shouldn't you be, though? And I mean, they like, are honestly. not shy about saying how 
proud they are of it, and which is fine. You had more of a problem with that than I did. Yeah, and I don't know why. I, I guess I had different expectations. Well, okay. It's a flying so, trade show. RC. Uh, that's a, that's a that's excellent a description. Way to look at it, but the except time, the only trade is whatever Horizon makes. Right. But okay. See, I'm going to come to their defense, and this is why. So we went uh, Friday night yeah, because we had Streeter coming up, and we were going to go up with Dave on Saturday. He was already there, but I digress. So we had to find a time in order to go to RC Fest, which yes. was Friday night. Friday night. So we weren't there for the whole day where they were just flying. Understood. So we got there 10 minutes mm-hmm. before... Mm-hmm. Their the Horizon Air Show. Horizon Air Show. Mm-hmm. So that is when they show off all of their airplanes. Yeah. yeah. Which is what we saw. Yes, I understand completely. So all of the airplanes that were there were not only Horizon-made airplanes. But to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. I did not see a lot of guys like us in the pits with airplanes ready to fly. All I saw. Oh, there was a bunch of them. Where? In the, under the canopy. That like, was all Horizon. That was all Horizon stuff. Like, I didn't see regular Joes out there with their cars and their Piper Cubs and contenders and whatever. I didn't see, like, very many, if any, at all of those. Now, it could be that they had already packed up and left and they were there watching the show. Now, that could totally be it. But the only thing that I really saw, and I'm not saying it's it's a bad thing because it's Horizon's show. Mm-hmm. I got it. Which I was get awesome. That. And it, it was pretty entertaining. Very entertaining. I, I will say that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was clearly, if you listen to the announcer, it was clearly all about Horizon, which is fine because it's their show. It's Horizon RC Fest. Yeah. But it was open flying all day until the six o'clock air show. Right. Six to seven was Horizon's air show. Exactly. Seven to eight was supposed to be closed down. Then eight o'clock was Ring of Fire and then night flying. Mm -hmm. So normal planes, not there. Right. I mean, like, I I, I get what happened. It's not like, anyway, I think we're beating a dead horse on that one. I think so, too. But it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Problematic game. I actually really did have a good time. I did, except for I had to worry the whole time. Luckily, we drove yeah, separately. We did, um, yeah, because I couldn't get there as early as you did, uh, which so you was ended up being like about the same time. Minutes <laughs> earlier that I yeah, got so there you you, uh, you left before us. I did, and it's a good thing um, it worked out that way because I ran over something on the highway yeah. on the interstate, and it took out two of my tires on my car, mm-hmm. which was not fun to deal with at all. No, it, it well. I don't want to get too much into it, but it really pissed me off. Can I say that? It really made me mad because it looked like, like driving down the interstate, it looked like a square patch. Mm-hmm. Like it was just that color of a patch. And then I got 20 feet from it, which happens really fast, you know, and you just see it right in front of the car and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's actually sticking up and that looks plastic. Kapow. Yeah. Boom, boom. And then I'm like, okay, well, we still have tires, you know, whatever. And didn't think anything of it. 15 minutes later, the car just starts freaking out. Check tire pressure. Pull over safely. So I bring Mm -hmm. up all that on the screen. It was down to like 23 PSI on the back left. Mm -hmm. The front left was at like 31. Mm -hmm. And these are supposed to be like 43 is what they run about. So long story short, we pulled into a tire place when it was at uh, 13 PSI. Oh, wow. And I was freaking out because I just kept seeing it go down, down, (laughs) down. Like every time that changed, I just got to be in a worse mood. 
Yeah. So And your car doesn't carry a spare, correct? No, sure does not. Yeah. That's one thing Teslas do not have built into them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Got four new tires now mm-hmm. that all mm-hmm. match and all that fun stuff. Yeah. So we moved on. You did. Um, but it was, without that being in the back of my mind, I would have had a lot more fun that night. Yeah, I, just I could see set why. the mood. Yeah. I it can did. see why I'm worried about, on. okay, well, am I going to be able to make it home because I'm an hour away from home and all this kind of stuff. And you did because I brought you a you can of Fix-A-Flat. And I didn't even use it, but I could Oh, you didn't? Good, no, I good didn't. deal. Um, I would have if I needed to, yeah. but luckily they patched it enough at the tire place to get yeah, me through, get but you. it was still leaking. Yeah, so, slowly, but yeah. Yeah, it was enough to get me. And you said it was due for tires anyway, so there you go. Yeah, 33,000 miles on a To me, that's tires. crazy. That's like low... For tires. I mean, usually they I should was, go at least 40 to 45 to I 50. I was mean to them. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, there is... I got 60,000 on the Mustang right now, and I still got tread left. Hmm. This this pulls off the line a lot harder than the Mustang does. Sure. He's never ridden in it, have <laughs> he? He hasn't. No, I'm actually saying you probably do. Uh, it's just that Mustang has zero traction. Well, that's, yeah. Mm. We'll have to go for a ride later. Yeah. But anyway, that's way off topic. Yeah. So RC Fest was fun. Yeah. I cannot wait to go back next year. What was your favorite part? Uh, <laughs> that's a loaded question. <laughs> I know what my favorite part was. You know, I, I, okay. We can get to your favorite part. I'm going to let you have that as your favorite part. I'm not going <laughs> to. Oh, well, you can have it well, too. Well, I enjoyed that too. But I, I did actually like seeing everything that they made. Yeah, that was cool. And I think that was something a little bit different too, like all the. Uh, like the different jets that they make and that kind of stuff that are out that I've never really dealt with EDFs. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. kind of why I was more interested in that. Yeah. And then they had some really cool, really cool, real turbine airplanes and stuff out flying mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Yeah. And that was very impressive. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. The guy with that huge F-86, that was, that was really neat. Actually, I like to watch that one. Yeah. Cause it was so big. It didn't look like it was going that fast. You know, I mean, obviously it, it was yeah, but it was such a big airplane that it didn't look like uh, your typical model. Term like most model, you know, jet powered airplanes, they seem so fast and like you have to have this huge field to fly them in. But that one didn't. It looked like more like a. It flew around like a sport plane, which for a turbine is pretty cool. Turbine, turbine for a turbine. I'm going to say turbine cool. now. Okay. Uh, I think. If I had to pick one thing that I thought was most impressive, not favorite part of the night, because that's different. Okay. Okay, that's different. But Dave, most, that's different. Most impressive, though. Favorite, really? It's different. It's Favorite, different. Apparently, it's different. Well, the most impressive is different than favorite, because you can be, like, in <clears> awe <throat> of something, but then see something you like better. Does that make sense? Okay. So the most impressive part of the night was the turbine-powered glider. Yeah. Man, he put on a great show. That was amazing. Yeah. Did that, I mention a turbine-powered glider? Yeah. That, An actual turbine. That, for, and this is the part that I can't understand. <laughs> Turbines are hot. I mean, we know how yeah. hot they can be. When he was finished with the turbine and went into glider mode, yeah. it stowed inside of the airplane. Yeah. The turbine itself I can't came imagine the, the heat shielding in there. Yeah. I know. That's what I'm like. Yeah. Any of the other turbines, when they turned them off, there was so much smoke coming out of them and stuff. Hot. Very yeah. hot. Yeah. And this didn't have it. Yeah. I was... But what a great show that guy put on. I I was very impressed. The speed of this thing and the maneuverability was doing, you know, rolls and loops and all kinds of, 
mean, and this is a glider. Like words it's, that should not go together. Turbine. Turbine. Turbine and glider. Like they shouldn't like go together, but man, what but a good they show. did. And then he shut the, yeah. And then he shut the turbine down, stowed it, and then proceeded to fly for another what minute at least. Well, yeah. So it was actually neat because he went with the turbine up as high as he could go, which by the 400 way, feet, by the way, I think he might've been like 405 feet. I don't know exactly. <laughs> he, was, he was up there, but, uh, just saying, and then when he got to the very top of his apogee for that, he apogee, stowed it. Nice. That's the right word, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, I'm smart. Stowed it and then came straight down and did what they uh, they might have over exaggerated. The speed. Yeah. But it was still pretty quick. They it said was a hauling. 200 mile an hour pass. Mm. I tried to take pictures of it and I just got couldn't. the asphalt. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I literally couldn't. It was fast. <laughs> Yeah, it, and the noise it made too was really the whooshing noise like it was cool. Nothing. I it mean, was it was awesome. very quiet. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, he so he flew around a little bit, and then the part that was really cool too, he was able to glider. Okay, no power. Right. Have I mentioned that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Glider. The turbine is stowed. He was able to land, and then turn into the pits and stop like three feet from him. Yeah. I mean, come on. That's that's showing yeah. off a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, the man has skills. I can't remember his name, but obviously, yeah, uh, I don't works, remember any of the names. Of the works for Horizon, there, but, but and a very skilled pilot. But yeah, man, what, all, a, what a good show that was! A lot My of favorite that part were there were the team pilots, by the way, that oh, do yeah. this for a living. Yeah, and they are they put on a show. They really do. Very good show. So what yeah, was the your big, favorite? The big cub. Uh, well, before I we get love to that, that cub. Um, cub crafters carbon. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. There's like I think five or six different something. Sixty-five inch wingspan. Big. Big airplane, yeah. Um, but the guy that was flying it, man, what a great rolling circles and just all kinds of an yeah impressive, impressive. show. And I think the guy that uh, or that flew it was the guy that designed it. Yeah, I think I remember them saying that too. Um, but what a great flying airplane that is! I want one. I know you do. It's expensive. Well, yeah, to, and it can take such a variety of engines too. Like you, you can fly that thing according to Horizon's website. You can fly that from an engine as small as a 120, which doesn't look like it'd be fun. To all the way up to what did he have? Like a I think he 222, had a 222 or something. A DLE Holy 222 cow. on it. Yeah. Yeah. So a wide range of of engines you can fly that thing with, which is impressive in in my mind. I want one. Did I mention that already? Yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, my favorite thing. What was your favorite? Oh, the thing? Ring of Fire. The Ring of oh, Fire. Oh my gosh! Awesome. I had such a fun time watching guys try to fly their airplanes through that Ring of Fire. Have you have seen you that, seen Dave? that, Dave? I've seen the videos. I have not seen it in real life. Oh my gosh! So what they did? <laughs> I don't know where the the idea came from because I'm sure they they said they saw it somewhere. Or somebody else had done it, but <clears> they took an old trampoline. So what are those? Sixteen frame, feet. Yeah, I, I, think, I don't know. Something like that. Twelve yeah. or sixteen feet. And the frame for it and made it into, uh, well, propane-powered fireball shooting (laughs) ring of fire where Uh, they would try to fly through it. And the worst part is when people tried to fly through it, they actually had like a flamethrower built into the bottom of it. It would just engulf the whole thing, centering everything in flames. If they timed it just right. You could actually see the airplane react to that sudden burst of heat <laughs> when it flies through the ring, if it doesn't push it into the ring itself. Which so, so this is another plus for the uh, built-up wooden airplanes. Uh, being a fan of foam aircraft, 
I know. I don't know, actually. They I mean, were pretty durable. Like a lot of the, the lot hits of the, that I saw, they went out there, picked them up, and threw them in the air, and they kept flying. I, a lot of the foam ones, too, yeah. yeah. Well, well, no, just, that's what I'm talking the heat, about, the yeah. foam The heat and the foam. Oh, well, yeah. you got to worry about melting monocoat. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean... Fully sheeted balsa airplanes go... There you go. I guess at least, like, if you're if you're doing a foam airplane, that foam will work as insulation to oh, save your electronics. Save your electronics, oh, yeah. yeah. But there was a lot of planes that flew through it, and there was a lot of planes that, that didn't. didn't. And that was the best part. <laughs> they exploded. Yeah, I mean, some there was of a them. lot of them that were just like, it looked like Dave was flying. Oh, I mean, it was... Imp- no, that's not nice. That's a callback, by the way, and that makes it hilarious. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave, but you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, it was a great explosion. I... So imagine that. Yeah. Of people trying to 12 fly twelve feet through. off the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was. Yeah. There so were I, there it, were a few year right that just kind of flung around and they were able to throw them back up. Yeah. But there were also quite a few that. Uh, yeah. Ended up in multiple pieces. Yeah. Apparently, so there's all kinds of YouTube videos out there, and I, I posted <laughs> I posted one on our Discord server. Um, some guy was flying an A10 and just obliterated it. Just totally. I don't know. Wish I had seen that one in person. I Man, that, that would have been awesome. Yeah. Oh. That was uh, that was amazing. Yeah. The, that was fun to watch. I. That's my. I got yeah, I way. Think that's about my favorite it's, part. It's too. really. I mean, I got way more enjoyment out of it out of that than you I probably like, should have. Absolutely. I was like a little kid. You were giddy. <laughs> I mean, like. You were just laughing and giddy, and I you was. were hooting and so hollering, funny. and you were into it. Yeah, just it sitting, sitting over in a chair right now, bouncing around like I a little know, girl. It was so much fun to watch. I mean, I can't wait to go next yeah. year. Maybe I'll fly something and try to make, try and it, do it, yourself. make it through the ring of fire. There you go. I bet a stick will go right through there. I uh, want to take Or it might not. Too. Or it might not, yeah. I don't know. Think I definitely would have to take something. I I wouldn't be too upset if it put. And if I do hit the ring, it has to has to be a show. Like it has to really. It has to you have to fill it with confetti. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a great idea. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, the wheels are turning. Yeah. But anyway, somebody needs to be writing that down. By the way, we're not. Gonna so yeah, if uh, if you bet. can next year to to all. Eight now or seven or eight of our listeners. Oh God, stop that! <laughs> if you can make it, um, it's worth it's worth the. Sh- I mean, it is it is a good show. And then they did the night flying, by the way. Oh yeah, and that was a lot of fun too. That makes us both unfortunately want to. Yeah, get more into makes it. us spend money. But it's so fun. And that night <laughs> radiant. So cool. like, oh, oh yeah, that that's what I wanted to bring up to yeah. you. Thank you for reminding me. So there was a night radiant out there that was. Uh, he didn't do it. <laughs> but he was like lining up to go through Making that approach, ring of fire, yeah. or fire. And it really, I was waiting. Like I was hoping <laughs> to see it go through, but it didn't. But he was up flying for like 40 minutes It seemed like forever. On a single battery. On a on one battery, yeah. I was impressed. Yeah. Like I went to that show with the expectation of hoping they were selling airplanes. And I was going to buy the Night Radian. And I was going to buy the UMX Radian. Mm-hmm. It didn't happen because they had a few airplanes there, but nothing great. Nothing that we were interested in buying, actually, because the prices were good. Yeah, the prices were good, and the airplanes they had there seemed like they uh, they were more for somebody who was just like maybe thinking about getting into the hobby and like a uh, beginner. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So I get it. I I understand it too. But it would have been nice if they would have had like the full complement. However, 
I also noticed that the night rating was out of stock on their website. Oh, so well, that, that might have sense. something to do with it, too. Yeah. Like if they don't have any, that you can't right. uh, buy it. But anyway, so that was my plan to go in and buy those. I bought nothing mm-hmm. there, which saddened me. But what the sh- what it did do for you is it uh, <laughs> made it so that you didn't need the UMX version. It that's, that's Because right. once you saw the night radiant flying, you were like, oh, yeah, this is enough. Well, it was more, I didn't know <laughs> if I could fly that at home. Like, oh. I would like to be able to fly that here, yeah. but that is so gentle mm-hmm. that I, I see no reason to where I would not be able to fly a plane, that plane especially, of that yeah. size, at my house. Yep. It's just a nice little plane. It is. And it looks really, really cool with the lights. Yeah. I mean. It's going to be a great night flyer. Yeah. But the other airplane that we saw there. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to admit, like, I judged this airplane a yeah. lot until I saw it fly. Until... And, like, and you're not the only one. Like I did too. I was like, oh, this thing is stupid. How, how much fun can this thing be? It turns out it's actually a blast. So we're talking about the UMX Ultrix mm-hmm. by E-Flight. Yeah. Um, it seems mundane. It really does. It, it's a two propeller uh, and... Pancake. Uh, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, that, exactly. I mean, that's a, a, a good triangular shaped pancake. With... And instead of rudders, it it steers itself with differential thrust, um, and then it has elevons, mm-hmm. and that's all. That's it. I mean, there's no tail on it. There's no. Well, it has the two small vertical stabilizers, but okay, those push <clears throat> in and, and <laughs> yeah. take out when you're done with them. Right. But I thought it was kind of stupid. I'm going to be honest. And then I, I saw somebody flying it, and I was like, I want one. And then we saw somebody flying it with lights. And then I thought, I want one even more. Yeah. Um, you and I both. Though. But they didn't have them there. No, not there. Which so, was sad. It was sad. Because if they had, you would have went home with two airplanes. Come home with two airplanes. For okay. sure. However, <laughs> why not? Well, let's get into the the next day then. Are we done about RC Fest? Anything else you want to say? Yeah. Uh, like I said, if, if you have the opportunity to go next year, it is... If you're prepared for for what it is, it's you know it's a it's a place for Horizon to showcase all their new stuff and and it was a good show. It was a lot of fun. My hope next year is that it is not on the same day as the Streeter Flying. Yeah, yeah. If it is too. on the same day, I think we need to plan accordingly to go to Monticello on Saturday. Okay, and fly, and fly. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I'll watch you fly, but. <laughs> We need to go there Saturday because Saturday apparently is when they put on a little bit better of a show with the Ring of Fire because nobody cares about doing it the next day. So they don't <laughs> right. care about losing their airplanes. Right, right. Um, and they do fireworks and that kind of stuff. But okay. I, I just, I think All right. that might be kind of yep. fun. So Sunday. Yeah, moving on to Sunday. Weekend, it was a weekend, It was a great was, weekend. Or no, I'm sorry, Saturday. 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 You're right, Saturday. Got ahead of myself. Yeah, because we started Sunday Friday. nothing. Yeah. Um, so Saturday we went to Streeter. Mm-hmm. Because Dave was camping out for the streeter fly-in. Dave um, and his brother, Daniel. Mm-hmm. They were so all both there. On the way up there, I was traveling with you, Tommy. Mm-hmm. You, you took me up because my car had flat tires. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so I got an email from Tower Hobbies. With, oh, that's right. I forgot, I forgot yeah, about this. With uh, coupon codes or 25% off something or another. And a long time ago, way back in the distant past of a few months, <laughs> uh, we talked to Steve 
uh, Steve Hirsch, and he was talking about the Vista Grand yeah. that he bought for a really good price. Mm-hmm. And I've been looking to buy one of those because it's a really good price for what it is. Um, and that was the time when I got the email that said, hey, in the car on the off. way up to Streeter. So I ordered a Vista Grand Grande. I don't know how you say it, whatever. I'm either going to sound stupid or sound correct. Um, <laughs> but or anyway, both. Or both at one time. <laughs> um, so I ordered one of those, got it in, haven't done anything with it yet, but I'm excited to say I have one of those yeah. now. It looks really nice. Like it's, it looks like it's well, well done. Like Was the it covering, wrinkly or anything? No, no. Yeah. The covering is in good shape. The construction looks good. Yeah. And it should be an easy plane to go together because I think I need two servos, a receiver, and that's really about all. I mean, there's not yeah, a battery, battery obviously, yeah. but there's not a lot of other stuff. The motor and speed controller were in it and mm-hmm. installed. Yeah. So that really makes the price tag. Well, I you got to put the decals on it. Not putting the decals <laughs> on it. Not all of them, at least. But I will say, you made fun of me a lot. <clears throat> Tower Hobbies is a part of Horizon Hobby. Yep. It's all one big company. Didn't know that. No. Yeah, it's been that way for a while. You were very reserved now. You made fun of me a lot before. And now you're just like, yeah. Hmm. I didn't. I think what I said was, yeah, they've been that way a couple of years. I'm surprised you didn't know that. I think those were the exact words out of my mouth. Idiot is what. No, I did not say oh, you don't, idiot. You oh. I think you added it impl- that. Idiot was implied. <laughs> it was definitely uh, implied. I mean, you know. Dummy. Dumbass. You didn't know that? So anyway. Wow. Well, you said a cuss word earlier. I, so. That was not a cuss word. Well, you said the P word. P word. I remember I said something. I don't remember Another word that. for angry. Oh, that's not as bad as the A word. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Anyway. Anyway. So, yeah. What was I saying? Oh, the Vista Grand. Grandi, <laughs> Grande, Grande, Grande. Grande. What sounds sophisticated is Grande. Grande. The Vista Grande. There you go. The Ariana Grande. Is that her name? What's her What's her last name? I don't the know. The singer. Dave, I'm, what's he talking about? I don't I'm know. I'm old. I don't know. I don't know. I just got uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't. So, I bought that, that airplane. That was weird. That was fun. It's now here. Yeah, you we bought it on the way to, to Streeter while we were going to fly some other stuff. Or I was going to fly some other stuff. Yeah, I didn't take anything with me to fly. And then Shocker. we'll talk about Streeter in a minute. We went up there. We did go to Brian's shop. Mm-hmm. Brian saved the day. He did. Dynamic balsa. I cannot say enough about them. Yeah. He had the Night Radiant in stock and the and Altrix. The, the UMX the UMX version. version. Yeah. Actually, he had both, he had both. of them. Yeah. Um, so I bought the UMX Ultrix, which I just love that airplane. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and I bought the Night Radiant, uh, which yep. I have not flown yet, but it is ready to go. I got everything put together, which was not much. Good deal. Um, so I can't wait to Have you fired up the lights yet? Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's so cool. Be neat. I wish there was a way on that one to control it with your controller. Like you can't. You oh, can't really? turn it on or off with your controller. Is it just an on-off switch? Well, no. It's, well, yes and no. It's got a controller <laughs> built into it um, that's inside the airplane, and then you can use that controller to change the speed of the uh, sequence that's running through, and then you can change the sequence with that controller. It's got, like, three buttons on it. Right. So it's, and then, yes, it does have a switch to turn it on and off, well. but it's not like... Something you can do from your transmitter. So well, you can't change the design when it's flying. You have to mm-hmm. pick it before you launch. 
And but you can on the UMX Ultrix. So the Ultrix, actually, yeah, <laughs> we haven't put those on yet. They didn't come with the lights. Of right. course, they didn't come with the lights. Right. But for an extra eighteen ninety nine through Horizon Hobby, um, we bought. Well, I bought the mm-hmm. uh, the light kit for it. We'll get that installed, and that's going to be so cool. Cause it is. They were flying those around at night there, and I at the <laughs> RC Fest, and I just fell in love with them. Yeah. They're neat. I can't say enough I can't about wait to how get fun that is own. to fly. It is so simple to fly. Like I feel as though Cheating. the only way to actually crash it is if you tried. Because it's so light. If you're yeah. flying over grass and you get in trouble and you just turn it off. It just flops it's in the grass. Glide down and, to the ground yeah. and flop down. Well, and it's got the AS3X and probably has it safe. It does have safe too, on it, yeah. all that, so. Which the first time I flew it, safe was on and it was no fun. Like I was like, <laughs> right. this is crap. Like seriously, what? And I found the switch for it, turned it off, and I was like, oh, this oh, is fun. Oh, here we go. Yeah. And that's when it got fun. It so. does these cool little pancake spin thing. I know. Oh, it's so it's much the fun. neatest thing. I just, yeah. Way more fun than it should be, but I'm, yeah, actually, I'm going to get one. I'm thinking about getting the bigger one, too, one of these days. Did, were they flying those there? I don't remember seeing the bigger one. I don't one. remember seeing the bigger one. They actually I'm came sure out did, with but... the UMX <clears throat> Ultrix first. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Hmm. Usually, you know, it's a bigger airplane. They come and out then and they're the like, oh, let's one, make yeah. this small to kind of complement it. This was just the opposite. People were having so much fun with the UMX one, they made one a little bit bigger. People were having trouble with the UMX fun. one? Did oh, I say fun. trouble? I meant to say fun. Okay. People were having so much fun. I might have misheard, but I thought you said trouble. But um, anyway. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'll get one eventually. Yeah. With the lights, of course. Yeah, do they do they make the lights for the bigger one, too? Yeah. They've got to, right? Same price, even, which is weird. Well, there you go. So, anyway. Awesome. So, the street are flying. Let's get to yeah. what we did on Saturday. It was an eventful day. It was. It yeah. rained on us. Weather was great, except for the wet stuff. Yeah. Okay, good talk. Well, that was a street <laughs> flying. Um, well, there's so much happening. Like, where do we start, you know? I Well, you guys figure out. Where do you want to start? Dave was there. He actually camped all weekend. Mm-hmm. Yep. What day did you go up? I went up Friday right after work. Okay. Uh, I got off at 4.30. I think I was on the road by 5.35. Not bad mm-hmm. at all. Uh, not actually. bad. I mm-hmm. uh, got up there. Uh, no flying on Friday night because <laughs> it was raining. Uh, oh, really? But yeah, set the camper up and, and uh, got Fred running around. He played Frisbee for a while. Um, Fred is the dog. Fred's the, the dog. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't remember if we've said that before or not. Your uh, brother went too. And yeah. He had. He, he got up there about midnight. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't he know. I just late. figured you guys went together. Yeah, I thought you guys went together. Uh, he pulled the trailer, his uh, the cargo trailer up with the airplanes in it. I had the travel trailer. Hmm. Uh, he got stuck at work and. Uh, yeah. I don't think he left town until like eight o'clock. Oh man, that's yeah. That makes for a yeah, because that's uh, two ish hours, uh, two hours and change. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, with a trailer probably. Yep. And Daniel was there with it. Hank. Hank. Hank is his there. new dog. Hank, his new dog. Yeah, good times. So Fred and Hank together are Frank. <laughs> that's and true. Hank, I never got that. <laughs> I never yeah. thought of it that way, but yeah, that's amazingly yeah. silly, but. It works. <laughs> Fred and Hank makes Frank. So Saturday you flew some stuff in between the clouds yep. and the rain falling. Um, so what did you fly? Oh, uh, let's see. I took all kinds of stuff. I did take my triplane up, and uh, it did not get flown at all. Uh, there was an issue uh, with some uh, broken tails. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Things happen. What are you going to do? It was so, Frank. It was Frank. Frank yeah. Either Fred or Hank, one of the... Pooches stepped on yeah. it, apparently. Someone with toenails stepped on the stabilizer and, uh, well, 
yep, I got to drag it all the way up there, assembled a triplane, looked at it all weekend, disassembled <laughs> it, took it home. Well, that would have been Sunday then, wasn't it? Because it, it wasn't messed up when we were there Saturday. It was not messed up Saturday, so it happened sometimes Sunday, but I just didn't get around to flying it Saturday. I had so much stuff there. Um, well, and the weather didn't cooperate all that much. By the time... On Saturday, you mean? Yeah, yeah we Saturday. had a lot of yeah, downtime right. on Saturday due to the rain. Yeah, well, we were, we were down at least an hour and a half, probably. Or more. Yeah, yeah more than yeah. that. Yeah, because uh, we... Well, plus the time that he stopped to not fly and cook to feed us, which I was know. very nice. I love I love doing that, so it's great. Well, I have to admit, I kind of like that, too. <laughs> Getting fed, that is. Like, that's so out of my character also. I'm doing a lot of stuff out of my character. Like, it's it was very, very good food, by yeah, the way. Yeah, thank you. Bacon cheeseburgers were mm. awesome. I'm sorry we missed breakfast. Mm. Yeah. Sound like they had a pretty good breakfast, too. Yeah, yeah I cook. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't get this big not eating. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Me neither, so that's all right. Uh, Took and uh, we had the Sig Wonder up there, flew through flew it a couple times, which um, it bit you, by the way. Oh yeah, my little Sig Wonder bit me twice trying to start it. Gun. It's like okay, enough of that. We're gonna hit the hit it with the starter. Mm-hmm. What size engines on that? Is it's one, got a little fifteen, the one Fox. and only Fox fifteen that runs right ever. <laughs> Uh, that's what everybody says about, oh, this is the only one that works well, like that Evolution that you had. Yeah, I have the only decent running Evolution 40 in the plan- on the planet. Mm. So, yeah, it's just a screaming little airplane with a 15 on it, but the thing will slow way down. It's yeah, a, it flies it's, good. It's a blast to fly. Can't wait to build ours. I know. Oh. After seeing somebody in person flying one, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, that's a neat They plane. fly nice, yeah. yeah. Can't wait. Uh, blasting around with the uh, Hobby King uh, Excalibur, nice uh, high-speed they call it a warm liner. That thing is stupid. Yeah, it's I crazy fast. I mean, that fast. is a bullet for a glider. Yeah. yeah, it's a glider. And I think, personally, I've never timed it, but I think it's actually faster with the motor off. When you get the prop folded, I actually think it'll go downhill faster than with the motor on. Oh, you I might be that. right, yeah. Yeah, gravity. I mean, it's so sleek. There's and it's got nothing. such a cool whistle to it as it, it goes does. by, too. It does. <laughs> That's the one I tried to fly once and crashed. Well, once again, I think that one was bent when you tried to fly it. Mm. Once this, again, this is my second airplane. one. Not your airplane that you crashed, huh? Mm. Uh, what yeah. else did I have there? It's a uh, theme. It's a theme. It's a I theme. understand. <laughs> I had my little foamy F-14. I uh, didn't get to fly it because it got wet and the wing joint swelled up. So yeah, you couldn't fold the wing or extend the wing. Yeah. yeah. And then I had my big carbon Z T-28 with the sound system in it. Yeah, which that flies really nice, actually. Yeah, it's That's, a lot of fun to fly that real scale. You know, you pull it out on the line and it's the rump, the rump, the rump, the rump, the rump. Yeah. You know. With the sound system, yeah, it does sound yeah. kind of cool. For an yeah. electric airplane, it, it sounds neat. And you can actually hear it in flight, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from yeah, a can. distance, it sounds better than when you're sitting next to it. Yeah, when you're loud. next to it, it's loud. Yeah. 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 But in the air, yeah, it, it sounds really good. It's a little really overkill good. when you're 10 feet away and you're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Can't hear you. <laughs> well, it has to be loud because when it's in the air, it's far away. I dare you stand True. next to a real T-28 and have a conversation. See? Exactly. Well, that's a moot point because <laughs> why would anybody do that? Well, that's a good so, point. Yeah, we had a lot too. of fun and a lot of other airplanes up there. Uh, surprisingly, mm-hmm. I don't think there was a lot of crashing. I think saw one Cub-like. No, it wasn't a Cub. It was that little biplane. little biplane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, had an issue and it looked like it had issues all day. Yeah, it got it my attention finally, while I was trying to fly. So, yeah, yeah, and then it finally it succumbed to whatever yeah the issue was. So uh, it resolved itself. Y- yes, <laughs> yeah. it fixed itself. Well, is that permanently? Fixed? It it well detangled its problems. Un- yeah, there you go. Unfurled uh, its brow and I like said, that. "I give up." And, uh, and, and then one of the big to, cubs almost had an accident. Oh yeah, you were saying something about the yeah. They the didn't struts. realize it had uh, adjustable struts on it, so the wings were twisted. And this is one of those that we were talking about earlier 
the, the big 165 one. inch. Yeah, the uh, Cub Crafters. Cub, yeah, something. I can't I blanking out on that one now. But it's huge. But it's the Hangar Nine version that they just came out with in the last what six months, seven I think months, so, a yeah. year, or something like mm-hmm. that. And that is an impressive plane yeah. when you get up close to it. Yeah, when we could, yeah, because we could actually get up close to this one and see it because it wasn't, you know, blocked off by the Horizon Airshow police. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's a it's a impressive yeah. airplane. Like yeah, it's got an well incidence done. meter on it and straighten the wings out and beautiful flyer. Yeah. So for whenever I get one of these things in the future, which won't happen, maybe, maybe, maybe. Okay. Um. That's good to know that the actual struts have to be adjusted correctly in order to not have it. I'm sure it's probably in the instructions. I bet it's in the manual. Yeah. RT it is somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if it's that big a deal because you said it flew like crap when they, before they fixed it. It was two near accidents. Ooh. Man, something that big going in, that would be sad. Which those should fly. And it did when we got there and saw it. Yeah. It looked like a Very, very nicely. I mean, Mm -hmm. they just float. Yeah, they had it straightened out, and it was nice. Yeah, and Seemed thanks to rich. Dave and his brother, they uh, hauled my stick up there for me, so I got to fly my stick mm-hmm. yeah. with the with the GoPro on. I put the GoPro on, and I got however. zero footage. I was going to say, however, zero, because apparently I forgot how to work the GoPro. So that's weird. I don't yeah. know what happened. To Once that. I got it home and I did the exact same thing, it worked fine. Oh, so, of course. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to check. Mm-hmm. And do a dry run before we actually record anything. Well, I should again. have brought mine with me. Like, I didn't because I knew I wasn't going to need it, but I should have just in case. Yeah. Like, I didn't think about it before in case you had a problem with yours or right. your battery died or something stupid. Right. I should have had mine with me. So we actually got a lot more flying in in the evening after the show was technically over. Uh, we got a lot of, after the rains passed through, mm-hmm. it was really nice. We yeah. were like the only ones out there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, everybody else had kind of gone to their campers and... Just sat and didn't really do much flying. Yep. Yeah, we got the uh, paramotor out, flew it around. Oh, that, Red yeah, is I so forgot. excited to figure out how to launch it. He did yeah. a good job. Did he buy I one was... yet? He has not bought one yet that I'm aware of. But yeah, like I, after watching you fly that, I was like, that's actually kind of cool. I could, and they're crazy cheap, right? Yeah, it was like 150 uh, bucks or I don't something. Know about crazy cheap. But well, but I mean, physically, it's a big like once is. the once the chute is inflated. I mean, it's not a small. It's not a small airplane. Yeah. So this was Hobby King, right? Yeah. Is that where you got it? Yes. And what's it run off of? Uh, it runs on a four cell. I think I got a four or five thousand in it, and you need that for ballast. Mm. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. And See, it flies that's... forever. Well, I can imagine. Yeah, because it like you could shut the motor off and it looked like it was gliding around like a glider. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you run well, around. I mean, it's a parachute. So. That's true. <laughs> it's a powered yeah, parachute. Quarter to third throttle is about where you fly it. I don't think I've ever had it above half throttle. <laughs> I wonder if you could do a flip at full throttle. Just it, go, oh. I have looped it. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, it's scary, but it is. Yeah, I <laughs> was have, it on purpose? I did, once. <laughs> so you've done it I've more than once. I've looped it multiple times, but uh, some of those were due to bad launches and uh, flying in too much wind. Oh, okay. uh, but I have looped it once on purpose. It is kind of scary doing it, but it actually, it does do it. No um, and it kind of does this roll thing you can do with it, but hmm. where you can swing it around. See, I would be so afraid I'd get to the top of the loop and the carriage motor, whatever, would fall into the That's chute. the whole key is you got to do it fast enough. Okay. You got to have centripetal force pulling it away from it. Centripetal force. Nice. Did I say that right? I think so. I thought so too. Yeah. A couple times I That's had a it. big word though. I'm so just saying. The faces you give me when I say big words, I'm like, 
Was that right? <laughs> and I know it was right, so stop. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Then, then we got the, uh, the uh, bald eagle out, and everybody flew, including Ron. I, yeah, that was... Uh, it took a little while. So yeah. who makes that? Uh, that one was the uh, Dancing Wing Hobbies. So um, you, you, and I got that from Grayson Hobbies out of Loganville, Georgia. <laughs> you call that the Eagle. So every time like I hear you guys talk about the Eagle, for some reason I'm thinking F-15 Eagle. And mm. I've got a couple of those. Right, so, and right. I think that's why my mind goes to that. But I no, this is one. actually an Eagle, like shaped like an actual like animal bird. Eagle, yes. like the flying bird mm-hmm. Eagle. Yeah. And when it's weird. And when it's up there, like it looks like a bird. Yeah. It is the profile of a large bird and it really is cool. The small birds on the field kept chasing me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Now, the only thing I will say that I have to give some constructive criticism Uh get rid of that or the 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 orange orange propeller. propeller. Yeah, but when it's spinning, I mean, it just disappears. No, you still see the orange arc. Oh, I couldn't see. Yeah, it. that is something that's been bugging me ever since I bought it. I'm just, just painting. Saying. I'm going to paint it gray or black. Get a sharpie, even I guess or, you could really do. Or it light blue. Just... Yeah. Oh, good idea to match the sky. Sky. Mm-hmm. Blue. See, it just needs to be some other color than fluorescent then, then orange. Fluorescent orange. Yeah. <laughs> now wait. Is that a minute, an though. eagle with a spinning thing on the front of it? I get why they do it. Safety. 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 So you can see the prop arc and not stick your finger in it's it. It's electric, though. But I mean. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we flew that for, I don't know how long we flew it. Four or five <laughs> of us flew it. Yeah, we were actually getting to the point where one of two of us was like concerned about the battery. Reggie was very concerned when it was his turn to fly. It's like, should I bring it in? We've been up a long time. I don't want to run the battery down. It's like, no, nah, you're fine. You're fine. So I didn't check it that night because it was getting kind of dark. But uh, Sunday morning, I did pull out that battery and threw it on the tester. Uh, it was at 71%. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's awesome. And it was it flies on a 2,000 pack. That, yeah, yeah, that's pretty. We were up pretty there cool, ever. Well, it's a floater. Speaking of batteries, oh, I landed it with a, you know, set the transmitter on the ground and let it land itself. <laughs> oh, that's right, you did. And it does. It, it pretty much that. just uh, floats on down and it'll land itself. Yeah, set it on approach. Yeah, let go. Cool. It's pretty cool. I would. I would have one of those. I, yeah. Except I'm out of space. So well. <laughs> it's not a very big air. Well, it's pretty. I was gonna say for what it is, it's, you it's, can make room for what you want. Just quite, saying, that's true. I'd have to get rid of some. This stuff. thing is so no, light. I can just toss it on top of anything I want, and not worry about it hurting that's anything. True. See, you don't have to get rid of anything. Just put it somewhere. Yeah, it's the last thing that gets packed when we pack up because it just gets tossed on top. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure you have room in your closet. Quit scratching. Nobody wants to hear you scratching your face. Oh, sorry. It's very loud. Was it really? It was loud. Oh, I'm sorry. It was like I could see you all the way over there doing it, and then I just heard it in my ears, <laughs> which is where you hear things in your ears. In your ears? That's weird. <laughs> oh, gosh. We are awesome. Nobody's so, listening speaking anymore. Speaking of anyway, batteries, so uh, Dave had an issue with uh, We had batteries. a very, very near major incident with regarding a battery. Um, the same batteries that were in the uh, radian when it went down. Um, so this the may, weekend before the weekend before hard. this went down hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, this might be related, might not. I don't know. Uh, these batteries were both brand new. Uh, both of them identical. There are two 2200 packs. These mm-hmm. came from Toledo, right? These came from Toledo. So was, April 1st is when we bought them this year. Yep. Yeah. Uh, oh, and they've them. got four or five charges on them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that when they were in the radian, that was their second charge. Um, 
and had them out the field. We used them a little bit. One of them was in the Eagle when we were flying it on Saturday. Uh, one was, I forgot what I put it in, but both of them had had a couple flights on Saturday. And then I went to charge one on Sunday and put it on a charger on my brother's truck, popped the hood. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always make sure when I charge under a vehicle, I always put everything on the core support or something metal. Mm-hmm. I don't want anything. Just in case. Just in case. Yep. Um, and walked away from it. Because, I mean, we were literally on the back side of the truck. Mm-hmm. You know, we were a truck and a trailer length away from this battery charging. Mm-hmm. Uh, done it thousands of times. Mm-hmm. Um, flew the other battery and decided to charge it. Went to put it on my second charger. Had just plugged it in and pushed the buttons and it did its little beep thing and confirmed it was charging. And all of a sudden, I heard the other charger make this really weird beep I've never heard before. I looked at it and I said, check output connections or something. Well, that's weird. And then all of a sudden, smoke started rolling out of the connector. Oh. And I'm going, oh, that's not good at all. So I start ripping up wires. I don't even know what I'm grabbing. I'm just grabbing wires and ripping (laughs) things apart. (laughs) At about that time- What size battery was this? This is a 2200 milliamp three cell. Three cell, okay. So not a particularly big battery. Not a big one at all, no. And I uh, all of a sudden realize I hear a big pop. Not as loud as when they rain explode, but a good size pop. (laughs) Um, which at this point I can realize is now the heat shrink on the battery exploding. Mm-hmm. And now smoke is coming out of the battery. Oh. So I have now at this point ripped everything apart. I grabbed the battery by the, the tail, the lead, hoping, oh my God, hope this thing's not hot enough to burn me mm-hmm. and chuck it as far as I can away from all the parked vehicles and the, and the crowd and so forth because it is rapidly swelling. Oh, yeah. Uh, it and is then now. Fred goes to chase it. It's laying out in the middle of this open field, <laughs> and Fred goes running after it. It's like Fred. Oh, leave he actually it. did go. He went running after it. Oh, that's, he's a retriever. That's what dogs he's he's do, a I Labrador guess. retriever, yep. and he likes to retrieve, retrieve stuff, mm-hmm. especially if I throw it. Yeah, especially airplanes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyway, he backed away from it. Um, luckily, the battery pack did not burst into flames, but it did sit in the middle of the field, hissing for almost twenty minutes. Man, uh, when it did finally ease up, I went and picked it up. Uh, it was very swollen, uh, and it felt very crystallized and crunchy on the inside. Ooh. This is actually the first time I've ever had any yeah. close call whatsoever with battery. I've swelled a few up because I've mm-hmm. worked them too hard, and they were older chemistry and stuff. Yeah, but I've never had one go off on me. And mm-hmm. it tell you, it will get your attention. Oh, and sure. I am super lucky. I was standing right next to it when it did it. Yeah, because uh, if I was two minutes. Earlier or later, yeah. it would have went off under the hood of the truck, and I'm sure it would have burst into flames the way it was going. Mm, that's so scary. Yeah. One really thing is. I can say that, based on my extremely limited experience of, of batteries going off, Ron and I tried to make one go off on purpose. It was a two-cell, I think, right? Because it yeah, was one it was of my two- old... It was, no. It was one of my was old it? batteries that, that I think I had left in the garage and had gotten really, really huge. I don't remember what it was then. So we cut the lead or we cut the connector off and then Ron quickly tied the leads together and he put it in his burn barrel. And what happened was the, the batteries, the, the cells, the individual cells swelled to the point where they broke the tab that connected them. They disconnected themselves. And stopped the process. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe that three cell would have gotten to that point and then would have stopped, but boy, you just never know. You never know. It yeah. was going and smoke was rolling, boys. <laughs> yeah, that's scary. I still think... I still think that has to do with the fact that they fell from 200 feet in the air 
onto the ground. It had to. Completely open. They were not protected by anything. It was just the batteries. Now, the batteries themselves, when I picked them up out of the field, I would have never used them if they're in the slightest bit damaged. But Mm -hmm. there wasn't a scratch on these yeah, batteries. Sometimes, not a scratch, not a wrinkle, nothing. Nothing. Sometimes, though, it's just the, the jolt. You know, the G-force It had to have been internal have damage. Something from, yeah, from inside that you just didn't know. But the casing itself, the shrink wrap wasn't damaged. There, was, there wasn't a dent in the cell. And I mean, I've damaged batteries in the past. I've had mm-hmm. them slam forward into the back of a motor and things like that. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, well, I don't know if I'm going to use those or not. I always do. They've been fine, <laughs> but these batteries were absolutely perfect. So I had no qualms whatsoever about using them. Mm-hmm. And they had been used a couple times since then with zero issues. Yeah. yeah. That's, you just never know. Very, very lucky. Yeah. It, I mean, I know it's, it's a problem. I mean, that's one of the issues with LiPo batteries is you got to be careful with them and that's why and everybody the, says stay with it when you're charging. Here's the thing that scares me is is there was there was no warning. You got like no warning whatsoever. My charger gave me the warning. Well, and I mean then all of a sudden there was smoke. Would okay. Well, let's say you were you were on the other side of the truck. Would you have heard that? I would have never heard the charger. Yeah. Really? Like I said, I was, you don't hear it like when it does its finished well, beep but, and all that. But like my, with you know a Moki or something running in the background. No. Yeah. Or or my charger even it makes all kinds of different beeps and stuff and you just hear the beep and no yeah, I just hear beep. I'm it. like yeah, it's just doing its thing. If it's a different beep though, because he said it beeped like he'd never heard it before. Mm-hmm. It was more like a beep 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 beep. It's like yeah. Well, what so was that? That would make you think something sounds different. What's yeah. going on? It'd be interesting to see if there was like a a graph. You know, I know they. There's probably some chargers out there that oh, can yeah. do that. They could provide you a graph of like, okay, well, here's what the voltage was doing right before you shut it off or before it hit shut Everything off. Everything was hunky dory then. Yeah. Chernobyl. Something. Yeah. yeah. That's scary. Lipos. Don't leave stop? them unattended. I agree though. But let's not poo poo on lipos. No, no, I'm not. I'm just saying okay. use caution. That's they're, all. They're safe. I'm not poo poo. I use okay. lipos. I know. I mean, I've I've put stuff on charge and wandered off to the bathroom or took a shower and came back, you know. Mm-hmm. I do it all I the time. Admit, in my I basement. do it all the time too. Yeah. But I'm more cautious now. I charged a couple I have batteries a big, yesterday. I have a big twelve inch by twelve inch uh ceramic floor tile uh that I charge all my lipos on at home. Me too. Just because of because you. yeah. Yeah. I can't say I do that, but I do keep them in an ammo can. Even better. Yeah, because yeah, if it goes off it's contained. Yeah. yeah. There's only so much oxygen in that fifty cal can and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's where that you store them true. too? Yeah. That's where they're stored. I don't charge them in there. Yeah. Because I don't want them setting them all off. It's like the fireworks right. store. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, uh, but I yeah, store I, mine in the refrigerator. Me like too. I, I, I don't know if that's- Really big ammo can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is, I kind of. Well, at yeah. least they'll be cool when they go off. Yeah. So there we go. Well, everything else will get hot when yeah. they go off. So something else that happened in Streeter, I was really, really, really frustrated with my IX-12 transmitter as I oh. frequently am. So, okay, I did not bring my transmitter with me. And this is kind of what prompted the, this whole issue. I used your transmitter for the Ultrix when I bought it mm-hmm. in order to be able to fly it. So yes, I, and you experienced my frustrations. And I was I was aghast. I was shocked. I <laughs> yeah. was taken aback. I yeah. was quite The whole time you thought I was just being impatient. I did. But. Like, I did not have problems with mine. Right. Mine has worked okay. Yeah. I mean, like, it has some lag to it, but nothing that I couldn't get over. Right. Yours was terrible. Terrible. Right. 
I mean, to the point where it, you were not making it up. No. You were not making up things when no. it was, you know, well, it takes five minutes to turn on and bring up a model. Mm-hmm. It did. Yeah. I was... So, um, yeah. So I got home that night and uh, I told myself, okay, I'm, I'm going to figure this out because Ron's transmitter is not like this and I'm reading all the stuff on the on the RC Group's forum and, and the other forums. It's like... What am I not getting? You know, what is going on here? So, and oddly enough, my like, what I thought you should do is just send it back in. Yeah, and I'm glad Ron's, you did. Yeah, Ron's solution was to send it to Horizon and let them tell me how stupid I am, uh, because <laughs> no. that's that's ultimately what it boils down to. I was not actually installing um, the firmware updates. I was downloading them, but I wasn't installing them. So with the app and stuff. Now, I'm an old curmudgeon, you know, I don't, me and technology, you know, we don't hang, right? So, But you did. um, But I got it figured out. I actually downloaded the latest firmware and installed it this time uh, and actually completed the process. And I can say now that I am in love with my iX12. I really like it now. And see, that makes me so happy. Yeah. Because, like, you got it. Yeah. When you got your iX12, you talked about how much you liked it and stuff. Yeah, and it's weird. Like, when I first got it, it was like it is now. Right, and then I got mine, mm-hmm. and then you're like, oh, if I'd have known how this was going to be, I wouldn't have gotten this transmitter, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, I was and at I'm that like, point, the why frustration. Why did you talk me into getting But you didn't experience these, that though. with yours. Right, but I assumed we were still dealing with the same thing. Oh, Like, until I, gotcha. I picked up your transmitter mm-hmm. and tried to bind something to it and tried to do what... <laughs> Anything with it. Exactly. I mean, you push a button on there. Like you push, set up a new model and, and it sits there wait. and it takes mm-hmm. a minute and a half before it went it to was, the next screen. It was really, really frustrating. I kid you not. It was very yeah. bad. So, and um, then I also, uh, if, if for anyone else that has one of these transmitters or I imagine the IX20 is probably similar or any so. other, any other Android enabled, yeah. yeah. Um, turn off the automatic app update thing. Like, I can't tell you exactly how I did that, but what was happening was whenever it would, you know, whenever it would Bluetooth to my phone, because it can do that, um, it would find a, a signal or cell service and it would try to update all the all the apps that are on it that are out of date or whatever. Apps that I don't use, like... Uninstall them. Well, you some of them you can't. Like you can some still of, disable them then. Yeah, which is what I did. Okay. But I can't, like, uninstall them. But if you can also go in there and turn off all automatic updates. And I think that may be the biggest thing that helped me out because it was just trying to update everything while I was trying to push buttons and that just didn't, just didn't work. So So now lagging and now it's really, really good. I like it a lot now. So yeah, there you go. Yeah. I'm glad that uh, we went up to Streeter and did that because that prompted me to then really sit down and devote some time to it, which really didn't, it was like 20 minutes. (laughs) And like Once I, I said, had I known on. how bad it was on yours, I would have urged you to do it earlier. I didn't know how absolutely. You thought terrible. I was just being impatient and like childish, but no, it was actually really. Well, I did because I like I understand there is a little bit of a lag with them. Yeah, there is, and I mean, that I can deal with. Part yeah. of it. Yeah, that. And is... I thought that's what you because it's it's not the same as turning a DX8 on, waiting three no. seconds and then saying okay, okay I'm, ready I'm ready to, to fly. fly. Yeah, no, no. It's completely different. Yeah. However, I will say, even if that is not 
in the airware software, mm-hmm. it defaults to the last thing that you flew. It does. And as soon as you turn and it on, transmits. It yep. As long as you have the orange bars. Yeah, as long bars, as the transmitter as long as they're on, yeah, it's, is it's illuminated. Transmitting whatever lab, the last model was. So. so you don't have to be in that program for it to work. Correct. Yep. Yeah, which is good to know. So if that program ever errors out while you're mm-hmm. flying. It will still transmit. It defaults back to being a dumb transmitter, I think, is what it seems like at least. Yeah, that's... I wouldn't agree with that. So nice transmitters now. We're happy with them. <laughs> so all in all, a great yeah. RC weekend. Yeah. That yeah. was a great weekend. That was a really good weekend. Streeter guys are great up there. Just wonderful bunch of guys. Wonderful I didn't talk field. to a bunch of them. But, and yeah. we did, as Ron mentioned, we did make a little side trip to Brian's, which is always a good time. And we're not the only ones that bought airplanes while we were there. Oh, I no. forgot. Daniel bought one. Yeah, yeah. my brother Your bought brother. a big a stick of some huge sort. Stick I loved the, it, though. With a G twenty six on it, yeah. Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah. So we took that to the field, and we're, you guys were going to try to fly it, but uh, it had a little motor issue, had a bent crankshaft on it. Yeah. Uh, we talked to Brian, and Brian uh, is the best. He really is. He took care of it. Uh, we are now in possession of another G twenty six without a cr- bent crankshaft. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it looks really. Uh, we got it right here. Um, it looks like it's in really good shape too. So. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's going to be a fun airplane. By far the best, ex- excellent customer service. Yeah, so it's a pretty airplane too. Whoever built it really did a good job. Dark blue and cream, creamish colored. Yeah, but done well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, uh, he's not real crazy about the cowl. I think we're going to do away <laughs> yeah. with the cowling on it. I kind of like it. Like I don't know why. I or like maybe you it. could reshape it or something. Make it's it look a like square no, box. Did I mention I kind of liked it, like it's, the way it is. It's kind of cool. I'm with Dave. I'm not a big of fan. Of course of you it. are. It's I'm thinking stick. like a nine decker type cowl. I could put a, like a round oh, cowl on it. Oh yeah, I could see that. There you go. Yeah. There that you would go. be easy to do too. And since a stick's kind of a nine-decker anyway. Yeah, yeah. You could probably fashion a two-liter bottle somehow and paint it up real nice. Fiberglass Specialties does all those cheap round cowls. Yeah, why would you do that, Tommy? Just get a real one instead of a two-liter bottle. Ha! Throw this at you. (laughs) That was rude. (laughs) But he's he's bound to determine to fly it without a cowl, so I think we're going to be open air in it. If you have to change the motor anyway, you might as well just not put the cowl on. At least for now. Yeah. Uh, the problem is uh, the two pounds of lead that were in the cow. We got to relocate figure somehow. Out how to, yeah, oh. Figure out how to, yeah. Well, I, and unfortunately, yeah, the G26, it doesn't give you that nice big flywheel that you get on the older. Well, I'm thinking some standoffs would go a long way to move that motor oh, forward yeah, a little bit go. so we get rid of maybe half of that lead. That's actually a really good idea. Maybe I wanted new- to say, though, going back to the Brian with this whole motor thing, mm-hmm. when you buy a used airplane... You're buying it as is, as a used airplane. True. So he could have told you to pound sand. This he is what you have. bought. Yeah. But I was very impressed that yeah. he gave you another motor to put on it. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you can't ask for anything better. Yeah. I know. Like, I fully can't say enough good things about his Yeah, shop. me too. Yeah. So. He's he's like my go-to. Like, I don't even think about going to another shop right now. No. Why would you? I mean, because they're like, let's be he honest. Stock stuff. There's, there's, you know, there's some that are closer. There are not, not a lot closer, but they're closer. But they're not him. And they're not. And their shop is definitely not his shop. And they're not as fully stocked. Like so, I said, did I mention the Radian that I wanted in stock up there? Couldn't yeah. buy it on Horizon. Right. The yep. Ultrix. Not only did he have one of them for me to buy, he had a second one. If you decide to buy one sitting there too, and he sold it since then. Yeah. So he moves some airplanes. Yeah. Yep. I'm impressed. And he yep. is in the middle of nowhere. 
it, I it really said it before. Is. It's yeah. and yeah, it's yeah. amazing. And if you're a listener of the show, if you couldn't tell already, we're huge fans of Dynamic Balsa in Leonor, Illinois. So there you go. Okay. And we, that's not even a paid sponsorship. No, I mean we well, say I that mean, because we really though, like I mean, him. We, we get good deals with him, but well, I think he gives. I think he gives. Every, I'm sure he good deals to yeah. He, I think he yeah. I think he does a really good job of, of. And let's be honest, he's been in business for how long? I mean, it's like a long time. Yeah, I don't know how long, but 12, long 15 years. I think he said something. something. Like that. You're not going to be in business that long if you provide crappy customer service. Very true. Do you know what I'm saying? So and shout out to Brian, not to be overly whatever to him. Uh, would you stop it? Anyway, you went up there this weekend without oh, telling... Oh, for Father's Day, yes. Without telling any of us, by the way. I'm not hurt too much. That's okay. I, I expected even invited. that. That was something that was happening. I expected okay. that. Um, and he gave you something. He did. So I'll try to make a really long story short because I know we're running long. But we're uh, So my uh, wife and I did a long bike ride Father's Day weekend. We got done with our bike ride and then Lori was like, hey, what do you want to do? I was like, we don't have anything to do. And she said, hey... I've been kind of wanting to see this hobby shop you guys always talk about. So, of course, I'm like, okay, well, let's go. So we went up to Brian's uh, Saturday, uh, which is the day before Father's Day. and um, Which is the day I sat at home all day by myself. And I did not invite anybody to go with me because it was such an impromptu trip. And um, I figured everyone else was probably busy. Nope. And they weren't. So I don't feel bad about it. You um, shouldn't actually. I'm very happy. You so took we her did. We went up there, and I showed. I got to show Lori the the shop, and she uh, she was actually. I don't want to say overwhelmed because that's probably overstating it, but she was like, "Okay, I see why you guys like coming up here." Um, She's like, "You guys are weird for liking this, but I get it." No, she she totally gets it. Um, but yeah, while I was there, uh, Brian handed me a box. He said, "Hey." I know you guys are thinking about building a, a Ford trimotor. We are building one. And he hands me a Sterling, which is, if you're not familiar with Sterling, it's a company from the 50s and 60s, and I guess they went into Maybe the 70s. Maybe the 70s. Um, Balsa Airplane Kit Manufacturer. They did a lot of peanut scale and half A type stuff, really small wooden airplanes, kind of like the Gillows and the Dumas small kits. Um, hands me a brand new in the box Ford trimotor peanut scale uh, airplane kit because he knows that we're going to build a big one. Like, I mean, and hands it to me and he says, here, take this. Um, I think you I guys might like this. I about you guys. Here yeah. you go. Yeah. That's awesome. So, and he did that like as soon as I walked in. Like I, I said, hey, Brian, how's it going? He's like, oh, hey, come here. I got I got this for you. I mean, <laughs> just a just a, what a, what a wonderful. Top notch guy. Yeah. He's awesome. Um, so yeah, Ron's going to build this thing. No, and then it's gonna no, be our no, static no, 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 no. No, 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 no. I don't think that's what I said. Well, I said you should build it because I don't have time. <laughs> well, I don't have a lot of time either. So, but it should get built. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a kit that's already, you know, ready for building as opposed to we have that, to start from scratch. In all honesty, much. what would that take to put together? I'm not talking about covering it. I'm talking about actually just building. Oh, just framing it up? Framing it up, building well, the we kit. could probably frame it up between the two of us in a weekend probably. So maybe that should be a thing. Maybe. Dave doesn't think we can do it that fast. Between the two of us? Two. You haven't seen the quality of my work. I can glue a lot of stuff together really fast. You'd be surprised. <laughs> oh, boy. So uh, sounds like a build net coming up. Yeah. Right? Uh, that's not a bad idea. We that's actually maybe should a pretty good idea. Yeah. Um, so last thing. Okay. Let's get to the very last thing we'll talk about. 
I have nothing to add to this conversation because I sat at home all day with my family. When you, for Father's Day, I'm so jealous, you oh, got man. to go out and do some flying. It was, yeah. So my wife asked me, bless her heart. She said, what do you want to, you know, some time ago, bless she said, heart. what do you want to do for Father's Day? And I'm like, you know, well, one of our kids is deployed and uh, one of the other kids, you know, we have three, um, one of the other kids was working and. Uh, so I'm like, you know, everybody's working, you know, I'll just, you're going to go down to, to see your dad and, and uh, no offense, but that's not my dad. So, uh, I think I'm just going to hang out at home and kind of do, you know, just, I'll just do you do you boo. me for a day. Yeah. And she's like, cool, you do that. So I did. <laughs> and you know what I did? I went to the field and then I went to the church to fly some more. I mean, it was like all day flying. It was awesome. What I did flew, you, what'd you fly? I flew everything. Like every, I, you well, didn't fly not everything, everything, but I flew, let's see, counting the planes that weren't mine that I also flew, I flew nine airplanes, nine different airplanes. We forgot to talk about, by the way, when you're talking about the airplanes you flew, what did you get at Brian's? You bought an airplane too. I did. I bought a used, uh, uh, the E-Flight, is it E-Flight? Mm-hmm, I think. Or is it a Hobby Zone? I think it's an E-Flight, uh, V-900. Yeah, yeah, the fast plane. Yeah, which uh, we saw at RC Fest, and I was mm-hmm. like, mm, I got to have one of those. Yeah, you like fell in love with that as I soon did. as you saw it. And Brian by. had a used one there in the shop that was in pretty good shape, So, and he made me a killer deal really on it, shape. which Brian makes us killer deals, it seems like, a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I brought that home uh, from that weekend. But, yeah, so Father's Day, I flew that airplane. So I did six maidens. Like I maidened That's six airplanes that amazing. were new to me on Father's Day. Yeah, it was a really, really great day. Beats my best weekend ever. Most I've ever maidened in one weekend is four. Oh, I didn't know it was a competition. So yeah, I win. Well, Not yet, because I haven't had my good weekend yet. My, I've got one. Six two. is the number to beat now. I've got six sitting over here ready to go. So I will list for them. maiden. I just don't have a way to get into the field. So the the pits biplane that I. Got from Brian not so long ago. I made in that one. Flies nice. Not so long ago. And then I made in the V900 that I just got, which also flies really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's just on three cells. I can't wait to put the four cell in it. What, what battery does that take, by the way, for four cell? Uh, I'm going to put a four cell 2200 in it. Okay. And I've got I a couple it, 3300s. I didn't know if you wanted to I don't to try know if a not. 33 will fit because that even the three cell 2200. 2200 that I have was a tight fit and okay. I can put the four cell in it, but it, it does bulge a little bit. Oh, yeah. yeah. I got a four cell 2200 laying around I've the, got two the one that goes in the Excalibur. Yeah. I've oh, got, you have one? Yeah. I showed it to you. The four cell 2200? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, forgive me for forgetting. Yeah. yeah I do that a lot. It's okay. I thought it was a when, three cell that you showed me. Mm, that was a four cell. That oh. was that new one from Amazon. It was an Amazon. But anyway. Okay. So I those I've made in those two, and then uh, Bob gave me a uh, a little forty size ultimate biplane for some work I did. I made in that one, um, and I also made in the Christian Eagle that I got from um, Jim Stuckey. Remadened. That it, right, remadened because I went nitro with it mm-hmm. because it is no longer electric. So I got those four airplanes while I was at the field, and then I went home, swapped. And put three different airplanes in and went and met Reggie at the church. And uh, so I made in that big uh, EDF foamy jet that takes the really scary six cell, what are they, 5,000s? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, made in that, which, man, for a big chunk of foam, that thing actually flies really nice with the retractable gear and flaps and has lights, by the way. 
Um, so I made I did that. Not know that one and then flights. I made our little or my little chipmunk, which also flies nice. Yeah. And then I flew my UMX S Bach while I was there too. So okay, let's it was a be good honest. day. Let's. I hate saying this, but we're we're kind of coming around to foam. <laughs> yeah. Moment of silence. Yeah. Well, here's so here's how I justify it in in my simple little mind, right? <laughs> so we've we've built airplanes with balsa for many, 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 well, I have for many, many, many years. And Dave has too. And you've built some with balsa too. Mm -hmm. And if you look at it as a building material, like balsa is a building material and foam is a building material, no different than carbon fiber is now a, a building material. You know, you can build things out of anything. And if you look at it that way, um, I can kind of rationalize um, why it is that I that I have such an aversion to foam. And I think what it is, is the foam airplanes that are like the flat pieces of foam, they don't, to me, they don't look like models of real airplanes. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Like the, like the molded styrofoam stuff, like the V900, for example. To me, it looks like Stiletto. If you're familiar with Stiletto, it's a P-51 that's been modified for Reno Air Racing. It has a very similar shape, to, and it, so it looks to me like a model of a real airplane. These little flat foamies, they, they don't look like models, so that maybe that's why they don't interest me. I got but, you. But Crisp definite, folded edges. And yeah, exactly. Um, but I like you said, I'm definitely, you know, these little foam, like this Ultrix, man, what a blast to fly the thing is it's, it flies so well it really does i mean it's it's so yeah so the the rating i got mm -hmm. is foam yeah crystal didn't know it was foam she came down here <laughs> she came down here and almost scolded me judged actually. you very i felt belittled yeah if if i mean i did she came down she's like what are you doing? I was like, I'm putting this airplane together. This is one that we saw at flight or at uh, RC Fest and stuff. And she's like, oh. She comes up and looks at it and she's like, is that foam? <laughs> she like yells at me a little bit. And I'm like, yeah, it's foam. What do you mean it's foam? It's okay. Oh my. <laughs> I didn't think you guys liked foam. It's like, well, it's. I'm starting to rub off on you guys. A little yeah, bit. You are. I mean, honestly. Yeah. Here's the thing. I will admit, as she was looking over the Radian. <laughs> and judging you. And judging me with those judgy eyes she has. <laughs> she's like, this is already dented. I was like, yeah, yeah, it is actually. That's what foam does. It's a drawback of foam, unfortunately. It's, yeah. I mean, like, you can put the same amount of pressure on a built-up balsa airplane, and you will leave no scars. But you do that with a... I mean, and like I said, that's just foam. And that wasn't even really me doing a lot of stuff to it. It was getting out of the box and stuff. I thought being careful, and maybe it was that way before I got it. I mean, I don't know. I didn't look it over when I got it out. Right. But yeah, you can see where it's got a little bit of indentations and stuff in it yeah. from being handled. Yeah. And it's going to get uglier the more it gets flown as you take it apart, put it together, put it in the box, take it out of the box. But if you, if you approach it with the mindset of, okay, this is not a, a scale model of a particular airplane. This is a, a tool that I'm using to have fun with. Maybe, you know, maybe you can rationalize it yeah. that way. And it's not, I guess that's not even true. Never mind. I was going to say it's not as expensive 
well, as a balsa airplane. But they that's, can be. That's, that's yeah. why I backtracked. I <laughs> have a thousand dollar pile of foam out in the garage in that F fifteen Eagle. What and what? Oh, my big ninety millimeter free wing. I forgot about that. By the time I swap motors out of it, speed controls and all that, I've got there's about a thousand dollars in that Eagle. I don't think I've seen that one. It's uh, I repainted it. I did it for. Uh, I've not seen this one yet. Okay. Yeah, you know, it it requires an eight cell battery, and I'm kind oh. of in between eights right now. Oof. Can't I make up my mind if I want to go a six and a two again or two fours? Mm. Ouch. Yeah, I do a six and a two. That's what I previously did was a six and a two. But then again, if you get two fours, you can use those in something different. I don't have too many four cell planes, but I've got several well, six cell a, planes. Yeah, I was gonna say you can use a six and a two in other planes too. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. Not as many two cells though. No, there's not that's a lot true. of. But yeah, I don't know. But that's kind of my thought on on the foam stuff now. Is it's yeah. just it's as long as it's not well, okay. So like, I don't expect to have the radian. For as long as I will have, I mean, just looking around at the balsa ones, like the the pacer or the chipmunk, I don't expect to have it that long, and I'm okay with that. And I think as long as you know that going into it, that you don't have that longevity where it's going to be as nice for as long as some of these other planes are, then it's fine. Yeah. Yep. I don't disagree. But now that Altrix, that's just so light, <laughs> and so, so stupid much that fun. there's just nothing to it. Yeah, I can't that wait to get one. That should last a long time. It should. And even if it doesn't, you get another one. I mean, unfortunately, I think I probably would, but as much fun <laughs> as that thing is to fly. Yeah. So I don't know. So yeah, we're coming around. Yeah. Um, we like we, It's not like we poo-pooed on them hardcore, but we were definitely of the frame of mind to. We were the old people that, mm, unfortunately, yeah. I don't. I don't. I'm not proud. Of us for coming <laughs> off that way because that was never the intent. Well, it's not like we've not had foam airplanes, right? True. Like I've yeah. got some beautiful models that Dave built for me. Like it's it's weird. I don't even consider those foam. I know, I even think though that's, that's exactly yeah. what they are. But there's balsa construction in them too. Yeah, so they're almost like a hybrid. Um, but they look so much like their scale. You know, their full scale. Right. Because that's what they. Yes. They're yeah. models. Like I don't even I don't even consider that they're foam. Well. Plus, they don't look like foam because you did such a nice the, job of filling so them. So that is just another them. use as a different material to build with instead of wood. Exactly. They use the, the foam as a building material instead of wood. Exactly. Yeah. As opposed to like, I think where we always come across with like the EPO foam or the EPP, um, it's just you can see the expanded cells. Yeah. And that's what we... I think I can speak yes. for you. I don't know about Dave, but that's what we don't like. Yeah. That's where I'm at with my big T28 right now. It was a repaint, so it's now in Southeast Asia camo, so mm -hmm. it's the darker colors instead of white. Yeah, and it looks good. It sits out in the sun, and it's alligatored really bad. Yeah. The texture to the foam has really changed because of those darker colors absorbing more heat. More heat, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, and it's starting to look kind of bad in my book. Yeah. So... So what do you do? Fix it or go away from um, it? Yeah, it's me. I'll fix it. I'll I'll get bored one winter <laughs> afternoon and start sanding on it and filler and yeah. sand and fill and sand and fill yeah. and repaint. And that's and that's kind of where I'm at with that big EDF jet. Now that I know it flies good and boy does it fly good for three minutes. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's something else I learned. Uh, EDFs are really really hard on the batteries. Like my eagle is three and a half minutes and you are. Done. Yeah. You not, have to be on the ground. Right. Not your bird eagle. No, right. Yeah. This is where F I get confused. Eagle, yeah. Right. Um, but 
same thing. The the jet that I have, it's it's got the alligator. You know that you can definitely see the the lumps and bumps from. Well, the, that was in a fire. Well, right, but I'm actually considering now. Okay, now that I know this thing flies really nice, maybe I'll take as much of the paint off of it and fill as much of this in as I can and sand it down and repaint it in some kind of. Believe you know, it or not, the uh, lightweight spackle. Just like you would a balsa airplane, works just the same. Yeah. Sands just the same. So now that's where I'm at. I'm thinking about doing that with this thing now. How weird. I know. And it's foam. I'm but it flies so nice, this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, funny story. So like when I test flew that thing, <clears throat> I mean it was it was like a beautiful maiden. It really was. Like I, I was so proud of myself. Yeah. Um, I would have liked to have seen it. <laughs> But uh, I had my timer set for five minutes. Like that's what it defaults. Like so that's what my transmitter defaults to. And I saw I was like, oh, five thousand milliamps. Ah, five minutes. Seriously? I'll be down. I'll be down before five minutes. Well, I you I was, were. <laughs> I was having so much fun and it was doing so well that I I kept flying and I didn't hear the. You know, I was you know, having such a good time. I wasn't listening to the transmitter, but it did. It beeped at the five minute mark and said, hey, your time's up. Well, I kept flying. Like, you know, Are you I serious? think I think I did another lap and then I landed and I was a minute 29 over the timer. So it was like six minutes and 29 seconds. Now, granted, I wasn't at full throttle the whole time either. Right. You know, because I was testing out the flaps and seeing how it did at low speed. You know, the things you do on a maiden. Um, but I landed, which the landing was beautiful, by the way. I landed it right <laughs> on the asphalt, right in front of me. With nobody there to verify uh, this. Yeah. Reggie does, was there. Does your arm hurt? Reggie was there. He From saw it. Patting yourself and on the back. And Reggie even complimented me on, on like how well it flew. Well, that's because... That was the airplane, not me. Well, also, if he's complimenting you on your landing, he's comparing <laughs> it to his landings. Well, that's... So... Could be true. Low bar. But anyway, I pulled the battery out, and of course, the battery was nice and toasty. Um, and I was like, oh. Oh, that's what he meant on Discord. Gosh. Because like, he posted something yeah, yeah. about how's the battery. Oh, because it was, yeah, it was, it, like, wasn't scorching, you know, but it was definitely, I couldn't hold it in my hand longer it's above than above room temperature. Yeah, yeah. And I put it on my, really? I put it on the checker, uh, 10% is where it was at. Wow. So, like, I let it cool off. You know, I didn't put it in the car, right? Because, Mm-hmm. We've heard stories six, about things that happen. Six oh, cell boom. battery, you know, that scares me. Mm-hmm. Twenty-four point or whatever the voltage is. Um, so yeah, I let it cool off before I put it in the car, and then uh, when I got home, I it was cool. By the time I got home, I put it right on the charger and got it up to the storage storage charge, and it didn't it didn't puff up on me. So is it the whole, voltage that scares you? I don't know. It's probably the voltage at that amperage is what scares me. Well, the amps aren't there unless you pull. I, it. You can yeah you. Pull five amps easy, an amp will kill what about you. Like a, what about like a golf cart battery? Our golf cart's 36 volts. That doesn't scare you. You got to get into the different frame of mind. Yeah, you're it's, right. I don't disagree. I've been bit by the uh, telephone system multiple times. Oh, That's so 50 you'd volts. You'd be surprised how much, yeah, mm-hmm. voltage go through or goes through telephone so wires. So when I was swapping the connectors on these six-volt batteries, because they came with those stupid... I'm six sorry. Cell. I hate. Yeah, excuse me. Um, I hate those uh, blue. The, the old ECs are awful. Connectors. EC3 yeah, I don't have EC5. those on me. So I was swapping the connectors over, and yeah, I welded my freaking Exacto blade to the to the wires while I was trying to weld it. That's how much power goes through those things. I welded a well when you were trying to wrench to mm-hmm. my car with why a twelve volt battery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. But why are you? Why? What do you mean? Did you cut both of them at once? No. 
I was using those. So I like Dean's connectors. So and I bought those Dean's connectors at um, Dean's for that much amperage. Not a good idea. No. Why? Because Dean's are only made for what fifty amps or something. Fifty. You can push them to seventy, but fifty is really the cutoff. We I, I used them in like those. my three cell race cars, and we pulled way more than fifty amps in those things, but not continuously. Yeah. Well, true. Yeah. You need an XT90 in them. Yeah. Or stay with those EC5s, which are, mm. I like the XT90s. Anyway. XT90s better. So anyway, I was using the Dean's connectors that you don't use the shrink wrap with. They have that little cup that slides over the wire. Love, so the two love are, those, by the way. Yeah, except when I'm welding, welding, when I'm soldering a Dean's connector on, I do one lead at a time, slide the shrink wrap over it, shrink it, so that I can't do that. And these don't work that way so yeah that's why i like the xt or uh gosh xt60s that i use when you solder them on you actually flip it over because where the wire sits in as yeah. a little cutout, mm-hmm. it's on the opposite side right but they're still close together and you still got to be careful yeah i don't know how many times i short-circuited stuff well it scared the really? bejesus out of me because it sparked and i had to pull the blade off real quick because i didn't want the battery to go off mm. so anyway yeah there you go that's amazing. That was my father's day. It was awesome. So I have a challenge for you. For me? Yeah, I haven't said anything about this because I just thought about it while we were recording. Oh. While you're off for your two weeks. <laughs> oh, here it comes. What? Go ahead. What do you think I'm going to say? Uh, who knows? Very true. You need to try and get the Hobie Hawk set up. Oh, yeah. I should. I mean, I'm serious. You really should. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't have a glider right now. If you can get that done, we can work on, or I can work on, or whoever, the Telemaster, yeah. would like to try that. Okay. I think that should Challenge be accepted. Okay. Nice. Yeah. nice. So, the, Dave, uh, do you remember the Hobie Hawks? Vaguely. Yeah. Huge, well, not huge. Oh, they're Com- they're pretty good size. Well, not compared to like some of your new stuff. Well, but it's still a good size glider. But, uh, yeah, it was a... Unpowered. Yeah, it's an glider. unpowered glider. Um, 70s, maybe? Yeah. They were made in the, by the same company that made the Hobie um, surfboards. Mm-hmm. Same company made a, a glider way back in the day. people. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Is it real? Okay. Mm-hmm. Same That's same cool. company. Yeah. But that is, for some reason, an airplane. Tommy forgets that he owns. Yeah. I don't know how well, many Because times. it sits in a styrofoam box for storage. It's designed to be carried around in this thing, and it just kind of sits in the corner of my shop, and I don't even think about it. Well, you work on that. I've got plans for a foam CG4 transport glider. Mm. And I thought about doing an aero tow with that. Mm. See? We've got the perfect vehicle for towing. We do. The yeah. Telemaster. I thought you were going to say the Tesla. It's oh well, <laughs> but I mean for towing a glider, we have the yeah. It's it's definitely we can tow a glider with a Tesla. It's definitely over. Why well, you could oh that reminds me, I saw a video, uh, somebody doing that. I, I was towing thinking a actually, glider with a with a vehicle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that's a that's a, that's thing, a thing I've seen yeah. before. Okay, right? yeah. I was actually thinking about using my big L four as a tug. Perfect. I love that airplane. Yeah. I want to see that again. You should get one of your. Oh, you've got one. No, I'd like a big one one day, <laughs> but one day. You could get one of those Cub Crafters things and then recover it as an L4. That'd be kind of cool. That would be kind of cool. But anyway, so Hobie Hawk? Yeah, That's challenge accepted. I can Two servos, a five-cell uh, NIMH. Yeah, because I, I don't think a five-cell will fit in it. And it takes. Oh, it'll okay. have to be a square, you know, one of those little square packs too. But yeah. But yeah, I can 
Yeah, I can I can probably make that happen. There we go. Yeah. Cool beans. Fun. Gliders. Can't wait. And foam. That's the next step. Gliders and foam for our break. <laughs> um, anything else you guys want to... We've rambled on for... This is very long. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about no. before we get off here? I'm good. Everybody, we'll enjoy... see you guys in August. Or in, yeah. Talk to you guys in August. Enjoy your July. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we will see you when we get back. Sounds good? good. Sounds good to me. All right. Until next time. Thank you for listening. I'm Ron. I'm Tom. I'm Dave. Good night. Good night. Night. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the RC Plane Lab podcast. For topic suggestions, to ask questions, or to give any feedback, connect with us at rcplanelab.com or email us direct at either ron at rcplanelab.com or tom at rcplanelab.com. You can also text us or leave us a voicemail at 818-351-9846. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, may your landings be gentle.